<clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies for your spooky Monday evening. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's ominous community radio station, C-I-T-R, your voice of UBC here on 101.9 on your FM dial. We broadcast at 590 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest here. On campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia. From Squamish to the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea. Where our frequency does battle with our friends over at UVic CFUV. And then east into the Fraser Valley. 
in all these places, but wherever else the internet takes us and you. You, you, and you. www.citr.ca. My name is Gak. And I'll bring, be bringing the devil to you tonight. Or perhaps the Antichrist for the next couple hours here. So hopefully you have some time to stitch up what needs to be done on your costume. Whether it needs to be ready for tomorrow or repaired from the weekend. Otherwise, hopefully you get your dishes all filled up to hand out. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now, 604-822-2487. That spells out 604-UBC-CITR. Do keep it short and sweet to the point, since we are mixing everything live. And some of these sounds that you are hearing need to be presented to you in an appropriate fashion. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air. We'll be sending out the appropriate show tweet soon. Once I shut my trap. And on Instagram, I am myopic man. So it is October 30th. And based on the linguistic map of North America, no real region outside of Detroit and Philadelphia have a name for this day. I know it's Devil's Night, mostly based on my upbringing with Detroit television, because that's what they know as Michigan. If you are in eastern Pennsylvania from New Jersey, you may know it as Mischief Night. Uh, And then even crazier are things like Goosey Night and Cabbage Night. And I'm sure there's histories behind that that I could totally account for, but this is usually the point when the uh, little devils and demons go out in advance of October 31st, or Halloween. Of course, with all of this, November 1st is All Saints Day. Although, oddly enough, in Germany, tomorrow, they are marking the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. So, all the supernatural forces are conspiring over the next little while. In the background here, probably spooking you out for other reasons, this is... An appropriately a technologically named band, or at least act. This is Audacity 2.0 and Photoshop 6.0. And they're performing Aaron G's complicated title. And it almost seems like uh, the last gasp of a digital camera's file name, Barf. MG underscore 0036 and 0037-64-bit float. And this is originally found on the 2011 album Voice of Echo, but also appeared on the Music Works 126 compilation from last year, associated with the magazine of the same name. G originally hails from the Prairies, based on uh, some schooling in uh, Saskatchewan, but she's based in Montreal, and she works with new media, along with electroacoustic music composition, inspired by the confluence of technology and emotion. Posturing the ideas of human voices in electronic bodies and electronic voices in human bodies. So some of the experiments that she's done with music and machinery include tying recordings of heart rates and anxiety. Hopefully nothing of which... Well, maybe the fourth, first, something. Hopefully you have a heart rate right now, but hopefully are not anxious. I mean, the show can raise those anxiety levels, particularly with its host. Eee! 
We start with Mike Patton's project Fantomas, and from 2001's The Director's Cut, featuring all manner of film score covers, we heard Ave Satani, otherwise known as the theme from the 1976 film The Omen. And that horror thriller is this week's soundtrack profile here on Exploding Head Movies. As our annual October profile on horror films or other things that uh, go bump in the night concludes this week. And The Omen was scored by Jerry Goldsmith, a workhorse in the film and TV soundtrack world for 40-odd years. We've done past profiles on his music, but not The Omen, despite its impeccable pedigree. Otherwise, we'll have all manners of spooky sounds for you. But actually, really more terrifying, not on the campy side as such. So, Omen, at least the idea of such things, ties into the doom metal act from Monk to New Brunswick. And Zaum is the duo of Kyle Alexander and Lewis. And it's not related to the Tool drummer side project that uh, released uh, an album or two a couple years ago. Perhaps you caught them at the Astoria this past August as they toured with Flying Fortress. And they are touring Europe right now with a fire breather from Sweden. Of course, last year we had a show on Halloween itself as Wolfman Gag presented things. And man, that guy ate a lot of lozenges. It hurt so much. But we're not going to do that this time around. No, he's been sent off to a home and... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, having plenty of robotus in there to sue things. So from their 2014 debut, Oracles, this is the final track on that album. This is Zaum with a 14-minute wonder called Omen. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here live from the realms of Studio A, the scary little station that you know and love and are frequently terrified by as CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Current Disorders Shindig is back for the 34th year and is hosted at Hastings Mill Brewing Company, formerly known as Pat's Pub, every Tuesday night. We've curated a spicy roster of local musicians, and there are 27 bands, 27 winners, but someone has to take home the Shindig Windig crown from last year's champ, Little Sprout. Come watch bands jam out, have fun, and battle it out for some rad prizes provided by our sponsors. Sarah Fox Postering, Nimbus Recording, Cannery Brewery, Pandora's Box, Fader Master Studios, Rain City Recorders, Mint Records, Music Waste, Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, Six Cent Press, Blue Light Studios, Hastings Mill Brewery, Print Print. Come out this Tuesday, October 31st for extra spooky performances by Board Decor, The Maneuver, and Laverne. Shindig, year 34, that was once Pat's pub. But yeah, they'll be tomorrow, Tuesday, 
three bands enter. One band goes on to the semifinals in the year as ordained by prophecy 2018. Andy Resto is your host. Please show up in costume and have all the fun. We heard Zaum there with a very droney song called Omen, and that's from 2014's Oracles. Their most recent album is their sophomore from 2016, known as Adalon. And behind me, a place known for its trolls and volcanoes from Iceland. This is Evil Madness, and this is the title track to their 2008 album, Demoni Paradiso. One of the members of Evil Madness is uh, an artist that we've played regularly on the show, even before he started scoring a film. It's Johan Johansson. He's worked on a film such as Sicario and Arrival. And at one point, he was working on Blade Runner 2049, but he had left that. So once November rolls around, exploding head movies, the very name of the show... We'll finally look into the music that ended up becoming part 2049. We'll update you based on the controversy, but with that, since uh, Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish ended up filling in for duties there. So with the lead-up to Halloween tomorrow, there's been plenty of discussion about music as such for appropriate in that way, and uh, everybody's favorite website that they like to hate. Pitchfork had a good history dealing with what goth rock is and was. Some of the prototypes that existed in the 50s and 60s, but of course its heyday was late 70s, early 80s. And these two tracks have been ones I've been wanting to share for quite some time, but now felt appropriate. And perhaps you caught this act when they came to Deer Lake Park last year. The Cure. And uh, they've covered various genres throughout their entire life, but they've always had a hook in the melodramatic. But early on, definitely had a very dark feel. As evidenced by this track, which was part of their encore at Deer Lake Park. From the 1980 album, 17 Seconds, this will be the cure with a forest.
Youth for Chinese Seniors is holding a fundraiser to raise $12,000 for a seniors drop-in center in the heart of Chinatown. This organization connects youth and low-income seniors to combat issues of gentrification, racism, and other barriers. Find out more about Youth for Chinese Seniors and donate at youcaring.com slash seeds for longevity between now and November 10th. Going back to 1981 off of the album Juju. That was Susie and the Banshees. Spellbound. 
Suzy the Banshee is formed in the wake of punk. And early on they had a stronger punk sound, but they definitely heightened Suzy's vocals. And went uh, definitely more goth, and it's time passed on. Incorporated a little more bit of a world beat aspect and uh, some outstanding pop in the early 90s, too. In the background, this is Dream Reaper with his take on the theme from the TV adaptation of R.L. Stein's Goosebumps. Dream Reaper is the alias of Phoenix, Arizona's Troy Dierke. And uh, when he got second place for remixing uh, Power Cyan's song, Disciples of the Night, he took his winnings and invested in 90s-era trading cards based on Stein's book series, which this week celebrates its 25th anniversary since it lasted over 60 books in your young adult horror series. Now, Goosebumps is a TV series. It was a Canadian production that aired on Fox, and it premiered in 1995. And there was a film adaptation in 2015 starring Jack Black. As for Dream Reaper itself, with his uh, vault worth of Goosebumps trading cards. You may end up, wind up with one of them when you order any of his 80s synth horror music. Plenty of singles and EPs out right now, but he's prepping his full-length debut album due next year. I found out from Dream Reaper via contact me via RadioFreeGack at gmail.com, so... If you do have uh, your own music to submit to me or other requests for me to hunt things down, see what I can do for you. Always welcome. Hopefully I can fit them in with what we're doing. My name is Gla Gak. Glack. If you need to put some extra consonants in there. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. We'll head to Peterborough, Ontario next with Faux Cults. Uh, they disbanded last year for private reasons. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but it sounded like some of the band members weren't getting along. So their final release was 2015's Caviar, and this song hails from at Faux Cult with Zombie.
night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, I need some blood. Hey, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No, no, that won't do. Thank you. Good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM.
From Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, we heard Dancing in My Dreams and off of a self-titled album that came out last year through the Strange Material label. That was a demo version of a track known as Neverland. Can't tell you much else about who Dancing in My Dreams is. It's not a sound you associate with the land of Anna Green Gables. Unless you ask one of the friendly lobsters. It's not as friendly. They'll pinch you. South. Behind me, this is Blank Mass, and this is a solo project of Benjamin John Power, better known as one half of Fuck Buttons. He's touring in support of his latest album, World Eater, but we're listening to a non-album track that came out last year. Song title referring to a chess move. D7 to D5, and this is from last year's Adult Swim Singles program. The final one of the time with MP3 downloads based on licensing agreements with artists and their ambitious spoke scope change of instead of having a summer thing it is a weekly thing 52 weeks and beyond some fascinating music there but a little harder to share with you though just go to the adult swim website look up their music and you'll see the 2017 version but all the past years that music is still available for you to download Timber Concerts presents Blank Mass along with guest Egyptrix this Friday, November 3rd at the Fox Cabaret. Doors open at 7 shows at 8. So bear in mind, this is an early show. Advanced tickets are available for $13, available either online or physically in Red Cat on Main, at Red Cat on Hastings, or in Zulu Records on West 4th. Please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. We'll listen to the opener here, Egyptrix. It's the alias of Toronto's David Pasutka. He also releases music as Limit, Ceramic TL, and Animai. Most recent album just came out a couple months ago, Pure and Beyond Reproach. We're going to go back to his 2013 sophomore. Off of AB, Till Infinity, this is Egyptrix with Axis.
save the date for Pivots and Spins, Access Gallery's annual auction fundraiser on November 18th at 7 p.m. Promising to be Access's most exciting auction yet, Pivots and Spins features spectacular work generously donated by over 50 local and international artists, including Eli Bornowski, Daria Ake, Cindy Machizuki, Kathleen Ritter, and Sandra Semchuk. Complete with handcrafted cocktails, organic BC wines from Summerhill Pyramid Winery, Pilsner from Steam Whistle Brewery, works expertly framed by fine art framing, and music organized by CITR 101.9 FM. Check out www.accessauction.tumblr.com for more details about contributing artists, the silent auction, and live auction works. of listening to uncle's tired old war stories had enough of zuzu's quest for father's favor do you want to hear tales worthy of the fire nation princess herself then tune in to scald's hall on citr 101.9 fm and listen to the very best established and upcoming storytellers in the land do it peasant for your princess commands you join us fridays at 9 p.m for the very best in spoken word entertainment Ty Lee, you're not thinking of changing the dial, are you? That's better. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you!
From Toronto, we heard Zoo Owl off the 2014 album Hollow, which remains the most recent release. From that act, we heard Phantom. Imagine spelling Phantom with a V at the beginning. Zoo Owl is the project of Brian Sutherland. Wonderful slice of eerie synth music, and I've played a few tracks from that over the years. In the background, this is Vancouver's No UFOs. From this year's NULP for RS, this is Seeing a Face Instead of the Mask, otherwise known as Mirror Facing Mirror. No UFOs is the alias of Konrad Yandavs, wonderful sound artist in town, full of experimental music. It is 8 o'clock on Devil's Night. On a Monday, you're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory. From the lower mainland of British Columbia on UBC campus. My name is Gak. This is our de facto Halloween episode. And we'll be leading up to Jerry Goldsmith's score to 1976's The Omen. But definitely beginning noisy in a very industrial sense. As we head to New York with the act Pharmacon. It's the alias of Margaret uh, Chardiet, and she is uh, very confrontational with regards to her noise act, trying to shorten the distance between audience and musician. Most recent album came out this year. It's called Contact. And yes, there will be plenty of screaming here. This will be Pharmacon with no natural order.
Did you know that Thrive Week is next week? Thrive is a campus organization dedicated to building positive mental health for everyone at UBC. UBC Campus Experience is celebrating by putting out a podcast around reducing the stigma of mental health by sharing the lived experiences of students. The pilot podcast, produced by Archie Stapleton, will follow Alexandra Mann, a student leader on campus, and her struggle with mental health, learning disabilities, and the intersections of the two. Tune in to hear the pilot episode and learn more about how you can get involved in creating a safer space on the UBC Vancouver campus. We don't need to tell you that Vancouver has a housing problem. Mass evictions. Mass evictions. Unfair rent increases. What happened to rent control and protection from unfair eviction? If these or other housing matters concern you, you may be interested in joining the Vancouver Tenants Union. For more information, visit tenantsunion.ca. Vancouver's own industrial priest overcoats from the latest album, Breaking the Cycle. That song deals with an actual horror. It's been part of not only this community, not only just the lower mainland, but good portions of North America. The song was Fentanyl Crisis. Of course, in Abbotsford over the weekend, there were nine separate overdoses that happened. And the President of the United States finally said something about it. I'm not sure what he's backing it up with. Just depends what appears on Fox News once it's time to actually come up with policy. But yeah, I think how many thousands of overdoses and deaths have occurred already in Vancouver in the past year and a bit. Hard to believe. Actual horror for Halloween itself. Uh, Industrial over Priest Overcoats features TJM from the Splatson Nation, otherwise known as Trevor McEachran. Intense stuff. Very noisy. Very topical as well. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. And uh, one that I'm definitely looking forward to, although I still realize that I've only caught parts of the second film, missed the first one completely, but... This one looks like a lot of fun. 
mostly since it's directed by uh, New Zealand's own Taga Wakiti. Thor Ragnarok, the music's done by Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo, and that music comes out through Walt Disney Records this week. Also out this week, Mark Streitenfeld's score from All I See Is You, that's out through Milan Records. For those of you catching up with us for David Attenborough and the BBC, Blue Planet Series 2, the music to that is provided by David Fleming, Jacob Shea, and Hans Zimmer. Zimmer did some work on some Radiohead tracks for the trailer for it. Not sure if they'll appear on the soundtrack, released to through Silver Screen, but you can always take a look. Otherwise, for next week, the film comes out next week, but the score comes out this week. Patrick Doyle with Murder on the Orient Express. That album's going to be released through Sony Masterworks. On the re-release side, things are relatively quiet. I mean, there's a wide array of other releases that are out. Uh, the ones that jump out at me is there's a vinyl edition of Cliff Martinez's music from uh, Steven Soderbergh's movie from a few years ago, Contagion. That's out through Real Gone. There's a compilation of Thomas Newman's film work through Silver Screen Out, since we were talking about Hans Zimmer before. There's a live recording of a concert in Prague that is out as well. I believe that's through his website. Of course, we heard Dunkirk a couple months ago. And to be anticipated for our November, we'll be listening to some Blade Runner 2049. But next week, we'll actually cover a past profile. So I do want to share some music from the original Blade Runner by Vangelis. Speaking of catch-up, behind me, this is Angelo Badalamente. And from the Twin Peaks archive, a compilation monstrously large from the David Lynch website. We're listening to the Night Sea Wind. And this is some of the music that came from the first two series of Twin Peaks when it was screened or aired on ABC back in 1989 through 1991. And in the crazy world of GAC, your host here, this is Exploding Headlines on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, just making sure. Uh, I finally caught up on Twin Peaks The Return, otherwise known as Series 3. So I finally understand some of the stuff that's going on on the internet. Although with uh, Stranger Things Volume 2 out now, I have to catch up on that. And wow, I'm behind. But there are three albums tied to Twin Peaks The Return. And what I expect to do is when it's time for the review show once 2017 draws to a close I'm going to sample some of the music from all three releases but this one song is something I definitely should have profiled in the past because this originally came out last year on the not the actual events EP but this was the highlight of the crazy episode 8 of Twin Peaks volume 3 this is the Nine Inch Nails with She's Gone Away, and we'll follow up with some more Reznor and new collaborator Atticus Ross, at least new as part of Nine Inch Nails.
Sometimes it feels like the only thing you can count on in life is the fact that Mint Records will always have a Christmas party and always have it ridiculously early. This year, join Woolworm, Needles and Pins, Jay Arner, Supermoon, Colorisa, and Dumb at the Astoria on December 2nd for music, presents, and Christmas fun. And now, for our more dreadful sacrifice. The music you're listening to is completely electronic. Only a fool would ignore this. I'd like to demonstrate for you some of the rather more weird kinds of sounds. See how relaxed you're getting? Every Sunday night at 7 o'clock here on CITR 101.9 FM is More Than Human, your weekly guide to all that is new, weird and wonderful in the world of electronic music. So please join me, Gareth Moses, for electronic music old and new, Inane comments and the occasional sacrifice. More than human on CITR. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
just like Mike Myers itself, that theme tried sneaking in early. Threatened to take things over. The benefits of mixing everything live, sometimes at the same time. So we start off with Nine Inch Nails, referenced in show as an error as the Nine Inch Nails. Originally off of the EP, not the actual events, but appearing on Twin Peaks music from the limited event series compilation, we heard She's Gone Away. From the infamous episode eight of Twin Peaks series three. And uh, then we heard Trent Reznor and Annex Kisros, who've worked together on scores like The Social Network, the remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and uh, various others that we've profiled in the past. That is their cover of John Carpenter's theme to 1978's Halloween. And that's a single that just came out in the past week or so uh, through John Carpenter's label home of Sacred Bones but also through Reznor and Ross's The Null Corporation. And at one point, for the plans of our October horror theme, we were going to look at Natural Born Killers, but in light of then-recent events, we've deferred that profile. Though at this point, most likely we'll save it for Halloween 2018. Barring some other news from the Nine Inch Nails camp, Oliver's stone does something else wacky. Like falling to bed with Vladimir Putin like he did in a recent documentary. Circling back to John Carpenter, last week he released an anthology of movie themes dating from 1974 to 1988. Although re-recorded with his recent touring and recording band featuring his son Cody and godson Daniel Davies. So, I'm hoping to do a profile of that at some point. I've also been banking a profile on the movie tied to the first year of that span. That refers to 1974's Dark Star. John Carpenter's been touring. Halloween, he's playing Hollywood Palladium. For those folks in Toronto and Montreal, he will be in town soon. But most importantly with regards to John Carpenter, we associate him as a film director. He hasn't directed much in the past seven, eight years, but... News over the weekend indicates that he is coming back and he's going to remake Halloween. He's going to ignore all the sequels, the ones that he's done, along with what uh, Rob Zombie's been doing as of late. So he's going to go back and look at the perspective of Mike Myers as it was with his original film. And he's bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis. And expect Halloween, the movie, to come out on the 40th anniversary. Approaching Halloween 2018. Behind me, this is Nine Inch Nails again. Oh, this is an Aphex Twin remix. This is known as At the Heart of It All, and you can find it on the Further Down the Spiral EP from 1995. And this leads us to our Halloween profile here. Jerry Goldsmith's score to the 1976 film The Omen. Goldsmith's been known for scores like, uh, for works like four of the Star Trek films The Original Planet of the Apes, Chinatown, Alien, Poltergeist, which is something I should definitely look at for next year, Gremlins, recently profiled LA Confidential, 
three Rambo films. He also composed the uh, current melody hook for the Universal Studios logo that starts any of those films. He's been nominated for 18 Oscars, six Grammys, five Emmys, and nine Golden Globes. But he's only won one Oscar, and that's for The Omen. The film was directed by Richard Donner, who's worked with Goldsmith extensively. And the movie stars Gregory Peck and Lee Remick, an American ambassador whose wife gives birth to a son that's secretly swapped with who will become the Antichrist. So little Damien, once he reaches the age of five, based on the ambassador's uh, setting in the United Kingdom, all types of weird things start happening. Primarily eerie deaths. All foreshadowed ominously. The original score for the film includes uh, the movie theme song, Ave Santani, which we heard at the beginning with Fantomas' cover. And uh, there's a strong chorals element to a lot of what we'll hear, including a lot of Latin chants. And the refrain to the chant is Sanguis Bibimus. Corpus edimus tola corpus satani, which is Latin for we drink the blood, we eat the flesh, raise the body, a Satan. Not as peppy, but, you know, you get the basic gist. And uh, that was uh, helped out with by the London Choir Master as they were trying to work on a black mass, inverting a lot of the phrases that you associate with a proper mass. Sort of like an Ave versus Christi, as it were. So... Well, we start off with the film version of Ave Satani. This will be Jerry Goldsmith's composition, featuring a National Philharmonic Orchestra as conducted by Lionel Newman. We'll listen to various other cues from the 2001 pressing, the deluxe edition to the score of The Omen here on Exploding Head Movies. CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. 
Thank you.
So from his Oscar-winning score to The Omen, we heard Jerry Goldsmith con- composing, Lionel Newman conducting the National Philharmonic Orchestra. We started off with Ave Satani, with all his wonderful Latin chanting, as did Broken Vows. Then we heard The Killer Storm, a short little cue known as 666, based on a tattoo found on young Damien's scalp. Of course, whoever found it there promptly died. Spoiler alert. Then we heard the altar. So I speak over don't let him. And then eventually the bed. Goldsmith won over two Bernard Herrmann scores, including Obsession and then the last one that he ever worked on, Taxi Driver, along with Jerry Fielding's The Outlaw, Josie Wales, and Lalo Schifrin's Voyage of the Damned. Avis Satani was uh, nominated for Best Original Song that year, too. The eventual winner. I think it's a song we've done here. Of course, I'm trying to remember the context as to why, but Evergreen from A Star Is Born. Baba Streisand. Ah, that's why I remember the lyrics are from Paul Williams. Best known for A Phantom of the Paradise, which I know just screened at the Rio Theater. And the original soundtrack came out on RCA back in 1976, but its first proper release came out in 1990 for the Veresa Saraband label. And uh, Gavin Walker, host of The Jazz Show, coming up in about 12 minutes' time, actually brought a copy of that for me to use. So I got a big, big tip of the hat to Mr. Walker for his congratulatory work. The release that I have is the deluxe edition from 2001, uh, which features eight additional tracks in contrast to the original soundtrack release, bringing the total up to 20. But, as I discovered last year, the 40th anniversary of the soundtrack to The Omen came out, featuring six other songs that were from the film but didn't appear on uh, any release, and then a suite performed by the Tenerife Film Orchestra. For the film series itself, The Omen had three sequels, all diminishing qualities, because, yeah, all the main actors that uh, you saw in the first one uh, didn't make it. At least their characters. They have also eventually kind of died too. Uh, there was a remake of The Omen in 2006 featuring Lee Scriber and Julia Stiles. And I remember at some point there was talk of a TV series too, but nothing as of yet. Jerry Goldsmith died in 2004 at the age of 75. His final film score with 2003's Looney Tunes Back in Action, directed by the great Joe Dante, who worked with from Gremlins, his final film work was due for 2003's Timeline, featuring The Omen's director, Richard Donner, but it was rejected due to a complicated post-production process and ended up being scored by one of Goldsmith's uh, acolytes, who idolized Goldsmith, Brian Tyler. The projected score by Goldsmith at Timeline came out in 2004, just before his death, but it was quickly out of print and super rare. So, nice little challenge for me. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock on the dot is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. It'll take you to midnight and beyond into Halloween morning, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Devil's Night. Uh, if you missed any of this week's episode, just visit www.citr.ca. Look up Exploding Head Movies there. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at 100air. Exploding Head Movies is also under Facebook under its name. You can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Now, uh, next week, we'll, as promised, we'll have a, a 
two-part episode tied to the world of Blade Runner. So we'll start off with Vangelis' 1982 original. And uh, the week after, we'll hear some of its echoes as Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish's work on the 2049 sequel. Otherwise, we should look at Stranger Things 2. The 20th anniversary of the video game series Grand Theft Auto is also coming up. And Mogwai is coming to town, and they've done some recent film work, so we'll find out something there. For this Halloween episode, we're going to close with some uh, industrial music for industrial people such as yourself with Throbbing Gristle. And uh, part of this is tied to recent news that uh, Genesis Porridge, uh, one of the surviving members, most like commonly associated now with Psychic TV, was recently diagnosed with leukemia. So some Psychic TV shows in Europe have been postponed as treatment begins, and hopefully Porridge makes it out. So we're going to go back to 1978 with Throbbing Gristle. This will be the Berlin version of Discipline. You'll be listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. For those of you about to trick-or-treat, stay safe. Remember to donate to UNICEF.
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show.